Hey everybody, just wanted to give you a quick little message about this episode. Like leaving the milk in your fridge for too long. Call me by your name will be spoiled if you listen to this episode. Watch the movie and come back. All right, now here's the show. Wakey, wakey, Upper East podcasters. We're taking a trip to the Upper East, Italy. Oh, yeah. The scene is set. It's 1983, and there's a whole lot of summer loving going on. Oh, yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm S. And I'm C. And we're Gossip Girls. Why is she answering? Why is she answering? And who are we? That's a secret we'll never tell. You know you love us. XOXO. women of color talking about a very white movie wow surprise that didn't change at all it did not <laughs> um but this is a gossip girls blast which we're not going to do an episode this week but we are going to talk about the movie call me by your name which stars a one armand hammer armand hammer stop acting like that's a normal name <laughs> <laughs> it's not a normal name at all um he, army hammer army hammer smarmy hammer smarmy shammer Smar- smarmy sh- what Smarmy Schmammer. Smarmy Schmammer. Smarmy Schmammer. Okay. Yeah. Got it. You got it. Got it. Um, He was Gabriel in the uh, season two of Gossip Girl. He dated Serena and then conned everyone with, uh, what's her face? Poppy. Poppy Lipton. Poppy Lipton. Yeah. So um, we are allowing ourselves to talk about this movie, mostly because it's out and um, we have thoughts. Yeah. And so Cher has many thoughts about this because she read the book when it first came out and has been obsessed with it ever since pretty much and it came out i want to say it came out a month ago <laughs> the, the movie came out a month ago she's seen it five times okay is it six now okay why are you dragging <laughs> me because <laughs> this it's, is the drag share podcast i don't i don't appreciate this dragage um yeah so um yeah i've seen the movie quite a few times um i saw it Five times, yeah. I've seen it five times. I've seen it five times. And um, I read the book, yeah. I, so the book came out in 2007, and I got a galley of this book. Um, listeners What's at a home. galley? Yeah, listeners at home and Subi who don't know what a galley is. Um, is it's, that a kitchen on a ship? It is, but it's also <laughs> the, um, it's a media term for books that are sent out to um, reps and other people who are like, um, in it, like a, like trendsetters or people who are influencers instagram influencers right but like people who are critics they get these books that are mock-ups essentially before you like you know how you get like quotes in the back of the book and yeah like, oh they have like yeah they get, they get the book before you know anybody else does and so they can read it and they can give a quote about what the book mm, so um publishers send that out to different people and a friend or a friend back in college interned at the same publisher as this book when it came out and would send out periodically different books you know that the, the publisher was printing and this ended up being one of the books he uh, they sent out um years ago and my friend who uh, got the book was not really interested in reading it so he's like do you want to read it and i was like yeah okay sure because i always just read anything i had no idea what this book was about i read it completely blind cold and i wept immediately i read it a day and a half and i didn't touch it again for years um at the time i was in a similar relationship to the central storyline which we'll get into in a little bit but i didn't revisit it until Three years afterwards, after like right after we had broken up, mm-hmm. I revisited it and it hit me just as hard, Aww. if not more. And I read it like once a year. It's just beautiful prose. It's one of my favorite books, like ever. And so when I found out the movie was coming out, I found out like I feel like you told me immediately after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh man. So <laughs> I knew there was like a movie script floating around for years and then finally they were they like announced like it's happening, they're filming like it was like summer twenty sixteen and then it debuted last January in Sundance and then for a full year I was like, I need to see this movie and it wasn't released anywhere. Mm-hmm. And then it finally came out in Chicago in December. I bought it the I bought the very first showing. <laughs> oh my god. It's like a Thursday at seven o'clock and it was packed because apparently I was the only person who was as thirsty as me and I wept. <laughs> I had to see it again the second time because I did, couldn't register what I was watching because I was just like pure emotion, like I, I'm finally seeing this movie and I couldn't actually register the actual film. Mm-hmm. It was like I was in just a daze of just excitement. I didn't really couldn't process what I was watching until way after the fact. So, um, yeah, that is my history with calling by your name. 
And uh, I was very pleased with the results. My history with Call Me By Your Name is I have not read the book, but I just got it from the library. And I plan on reading it this weekend. And um, I also know a lot about it because Cher has talked about it. I think she's talked about it on, in this podcast before when we found out about Army Hammer. Yeah, we did. Yeah, because Army Hammer is not our favorite person. <laughs> he is not. He is. Um, he's a Wing Dane. He's a wingding. He's a wingding. Smart and, uh, and he's my arch nemesis. <laughs> he's your arch nemesis. <laughs> he's my arch nemesis. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's my arch nemesis. Like I... what? <laughs> <laughs> he's my arch nemesis. What? Yeah, he's my arch nemesis. Um, I. What does that mean? It means like. <sighs> it means that I. <sighs> How do I put this? I don't. I don't remember why I hate him. Or when I started hating him, I just do. And there's just like this like very carnal, very animalistic hatred for him that I can't explain. So um, that's where that kind of, you know, comes from. But he's my, he's my arch nemesis. I've officially just okay. stated that. Okay, I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> Is that what you were withholding from yes. me? <laughs> oh my gosh, Cher was like, I figured out who how Army Hammer belongs in my life. And I was like, what? And she's like, I'm just going to wait for it for the podcast and then tell you for your reaction. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I'm doing it for the pod. Yeah. See what I do for the pod. I just tweeted at you and him. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. He's gonna like, and all his fucking Twitter followers are gonna drag me. So thanks. Oh for my that. god, I can delete it. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> Please delete that. I don't want people. Although they're like, they're gonna drag you or probably drag me. That's true. Um, oh wow, he used to have like two point one million followers. Now he's eighty eight thousand. Well, because he left. Twitter. Yeah. And oh, as as far as this taping goes, he's on Twitter again. Yeah, he apparently like deleted his twitter after he said bitter af in response to someone who had written an article about him and his um, acting ability being given too many chances because he's a white man yeah and then i think a couple days ago in like a drunken stupor he mm-hmm. reactivated his account yeah yeah so um i can't wait for them and he's already like started replying to people who were dragging him he was like he's <laughs> he's the worst <laughs> i hate him so much anyway um Cool. Oh. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get into the movie now. Yeah. Um, so, so call my name. Synopsis of it. I'm gonna give a brief synopsis of it. Yeah. Set in 1983, uh, Elio Perriman. He is a 17 year old boy. Well, just 17 year old. I wouldn't call him boy, but 17 year old. He and his parents they stay in this beautiful villa in near Carmela, Italy, during their summer and winter breaks. And every summer, his father, who's a professor of archaeology and anthropology, he uh, takes in a graduate student for six weeks during the summer, kind of like a residency slash fellowship to help uh, the graduate student on any kind of like manuscript or any kind of like work they're doing. Also helping the professor in his work. And they host him and give him room and board. And it's kind of just like a nice summer vacation for the graduate student. I would like to go to this place. Exactly. I wish that was a thing that I could go to. Mm-hmm. Sounds fab. Um, and... Uh, Elio's parents are academics. His mother is a translator, and Elio is really precocious. He's a music prodigy. Um, he kind of like keeps his feelings to himself, and like just yeah. is very like in, he internalizes a lot. I think he's a very he's a very internal person. Yeah. And uh, him and um, the, the graduate student this summer happens to be American Oliver, who's played by Army Hammer, and Armand Hammer, Armand Hammer, and uh, the two start a friendship and eventual romance and it's about first love and first heartbreak and yeah it that is the film in a nutshell yeah it it doesn't really have a plot which i found like i i haven't watched many movies that don't have plots i watch a lot of like superhero and action movies and there's like always rising action and like climax and like villains and stuff and in this movie there it's just like it's just like a romantic summer that's it like there's there's nothing besides that i was like really surprised how captivated i was it was it was like two hours long, I think, and it's, I was like it's two hours and twelve minutes. I yeah, think. Like and that. I was it's like, like it's a long movie. I was shocked at how like quickly the time passed with like nothing happening. Yeah, it was I don't know. It was just like a really really beautiful movie, and like the thing that captivated me the most, I think, was the setting. 
of mm-hmm. it was because like the setting was just it was 1983 and like it was in Italy and it was like in this area that was not like highly populated and everyone just you know it's supposed to countryside yeah just like hung out by the water went swimming like drank and danced and ate food and I was like this sounds so ideal like I want to do this I want to go here and I was just like I just like went into the movie um, I like was inside the movie wanting to be there. No, for sure. It's definitely idyllic in a way where you kind of want to get lost in summer. And the, he, he was the director, um, Luca, uh, I'm going to butcher his last name, Grolandino, something. Anyway, he's Italian. He actually lives really close to the uh, place where it was located and shot. Oh, I didn't know that. Where was it? Where was it filmed? Do you know? Uh, Crema. Oh, Crema. Crema. Yeah. Crema, Italy. And um, he just really was able to just capture the essence of summer mm-hmm. in a really beautiful way. Um, it was, it yeah. was just like, it was the essence of summer. I was kind of really annoyed that it was released in December or January. And I was like, why, why'd you Oscar do this? Season. Like, I mean, I know it's Oscar season, but I don't want to watch this movie and then go back outside and it's 30 degrees. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I guess I'm just going to shiver here when I want to be like wearing amazing fashion and like not be cold. I know. Yeah, it's uh, I yeah, it was like the dead of one or two when I saw it. Um the, like it, it was like December 14th here in Chicago and it was like 2 degrees outside. Ugh. Fuck that. And I was like I'm so cold. <laughs> yeah, let's want to get into the plot a little bit. Yeah. So, um it kind of starts out with Elio who is he at first is very annoyed that like another person is coming to stay with them cuz like as we said below, Elio kind of keeps himself and like I kind of think his character likes like stability and like things for things to not change. And he he like is like sort of dating a girl but not really and um he he like plays music and goes swimming and then this guy shows up and he's like American and says things like later <laughs> and it just yeah. and he hates him but like he does he does hate him and it's really funny just seeing uh, his interactions too early on because Oliver takes over his bedroom yeah and then Ailey was basically cast aside and he has to like go into like the guest rooms like everything he knows is like uprooted a little bit and he has to do this every summer and he he yeah he, like he you said, really he hates at, it he really hates it and then you know uh, the very first like moment he saw him um you, like one of the first images of the movie is you see Elio with his with his girlfriend um looking down from a balcony and his first impression of Oliver was like he seems confident <laughs> <laughs> which is, is exactly how I would describe Army Hammer absolutely I was like you nailed it you nailed it <laughs> when, kid I think when that line came on I just started <laughs> laughing in the theater <laughs> <laughs> me too I remember seeing it and yeah and it's like oh my god it was like a light bulb moment like that's it yeah. he seems confident so funny yeah and so then like they they like they begin to spend time together at first like within the group um but still not liking each other um and they're just they're around each other for circumstance and convenience and it's not something that they're actually you know seeking each other out yeah and so elio has like a friend group and like they hang out like after after dark and um one of the first scenes of like elio watching oliver is during the dance scene like the actually there's one there's a scene before then too which one um, well, I think one of the biggest telling ones too, because like you can tell that like Elio's, there's a, he hates him because he's smitten. Yeah, but like there's like he's uncomfortable with that. Yeah, and you can feel like he like he's like, the thing is like okay, so Oliver is extremely confident. He knows who he is. He's very like present. There's a moment early in this in the um like when they're first having like having breakfast together and they're eating the egg <laughs> it's a soft boiled egg and um you know oliver is like eating it really quickly and like enjoying it and uh, Elio's mother is like miss perlman she's like do you want to have another it's like no i know myself well enough i'll just eat a bunch more <laughs> and you can tell Elio's like whoa like, like the- how dare you be that confident that, like that self aware yeah because that was like a moment in the book too where like it's a it's almost like a like a not a trigger, but like a turning point, at least for the image of way Elio sees Oliver as, you know, this person who's like 24 mm-hmm. and knows who he is. He is a complete, like, he is a complete human already at 24. That's so funny. Yeah. And <laughs> to so- think about that as like, uh, 24. Like I look back on 24, which is like seven mess. years. I know. I was like, was I had no idea what I was doing. Was I had like mess. no confidence, like just 
like bumming around all the time. Like, I don't know. It's just a, a very stark contrast into how I felt like when I was 24, like in my 20s. For sure. And so, and you know, in Alio 17, so like anybody who's over yeah, the age of like 20 is like, like wildly you're, total, you're a total adult now. Um, so there's, but like, I think one of the, the one of the defining moments of the, the movie though is, uh, right before it's, um, a little before the dancing, it's, uh, they're playing volleyball. I was watching. Oh him. yeah. That was before. Yeah. Playing volleyball. And you know, he's around his friends and everybody's like cheering on Oliver playing volleyball with some other folks. And Elio is going to give water to another person where Oliver just comes up and snatches the water and then touches Elio's shoulder, his bare shoulder. Like very sensually. Not like a, like, hey, thanks, man. But like, in a, I'm going to hold, hold your, your shoulder. shoulder. Elio, aqua. Perfect timing. What's the matter? Are you all right? Huh? Hit your nerve? Okay. Here, hold this. Trust me, I'm about to be a doctor. Hey, 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 come here. See, that's the problem. Too stress. You just gotta relax a little bit. I am relaxing. Marcia, come here for a minute. Back me up here. Feel that. Right there? Oliver. It's too tight, man. Yeah. He needs to relax. Oliver. Later. You should relax more. Bye. Okay, guys. Ready? Like, I'm gonna keep for my balance. hand here. Yeah, for like balance. Yeah. Theoretically, but, but like, it's he's coded. Army hammer. It's yeah. coded. For he's sure. very sturdy. <laughs> You see them thighs? I have seen those thighs every time. Oh, my God. Those thighs are like tree trunks. They're so good. His thighs are so amazing. Thick thighs do save lives. Um... Moving on, you were like, like I'm, I'm very mad. I have to leave. <laughs> That's a thing people say. <laughs> no, it's not. It is. It's a people's t-shirt. It's an actual thing. Thick thighs save lives. It is thick thighs save lives. It's a thing. Look it up. Okay. Um, our listeners will look it up at home. We'll link it in the show notes. Um. Oh my god, it came up as a suggestion. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I told you. There's, I didn't make this up. There's another one. Thick thighs, thin patience. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> wow, people are wild. people are very weird. Um, but anyway, yeah. So like the reaction that Elio has is like he goes limp. He's very uncomfortable by this touching, which is like it's un- unsolicited, like groping almost. But like, I mean, it's it could it could be. It's the thing is like it's what we see and what we don't see mm-hmm. in Elio's interpretation. So in the book, Elio's like. Oh my god! Please don't touch me. I'm gonna like fucking bust a load if you yeah. can touch me, please. <laughs> like, please don't touch me. Please don't touch me. Because at this point, he's like already obsessing over Oliver. Yeah. And just like anytime he wants to be near him, it's an amazing moment. So this is the first time they're actually making like skin contact outside of like handshake, and he's freaking out. And so Oliver's like, uh, he plays it off. And he's like. He like uh, talks to one of Elio's friends, like yeah, like he seems tense for some reason. Like he gives him like a fake massage. Yeah, and, he, and then he like makes one of the other girls like touch him and be like, "Hey, feel him. Isn't he tense? He's so tense." He's so and tense. that's like that's such a like common seduction technique, yeah. you know? Yeah, but like it's him, you know, you know, giving him a sign, yeah, him a signal. And Elio, of course, is just so oblivious; he's not really seeing it. He's kind of like, "Why is he touching me? Like, how dare?" Yeah, and that's a that's a common theme of this of this movie is oblivion. Yeah, and I think that's that's reflected well in like how um like it it doesn't say a lot. Like a lot of it is really subtle. Like everything that's happening is it felt very subtle to me and since I didn't really know what was going on, I was a little bit confused by it. And I think that's like you saying that is kind of like it's supposed to be like that cuz we're not really supposed to know what's going on cuz right, Elliot tone. doesn't. Yeah. yeah, it's tone. And I think like um the whole movie is based on that because you're kind of seeing this queer story formulate in mm-hmm. a way that there is no there's no narration in this movie whatsoever. So you don't know what's going on in their in their thoughts. So you just kind of have to like feel it. Yeah. And you feel it immediately. I don't know. He does a really good job as far as like just like kind of projecting those emotions yeah. and that lawning that you eventually feel and like you feel you're lawning along with Oliver, Alia rather to be with Oliver. Oh, I don't know. At least I felt that way. I, I don't, I don't think I felt that way because I think there was a lot of like it, the, the film was, it was a little bit too subtle for me to like, I don't pick up on things that easily. So like, I think 
the subtlety was like a little bit lost on me, but like it's kind of on purpose, and I understand that. Yeah, and also like I'm coming with the weight of the book yeah, knowledge sure. too. So like my my knowledge of the book is like I think if I hadn't read the book already multiple times <laughs> i would have not picked up on a few times and, and granted you've only seen it one time yeah i've seen it multiple times so um i think a lot like initially when i saw it i didn't register anything because like it was just like on pure emotion but the second yeah. time i saw it though i was able to pick up on like a little bit of you know bits and pieces and the more and more i watch it the more and more i'm actually picking up on little things yeah i think that's there, there's a lot of like there's while a lot of detail is like not in this because it's very subtle there is a lot of like detail in the shots i Mm -hmm. think that's like the that's supposed to be like uh representative of other things i guess for sure um so yeah so like their relationship grows and grows and there's even a moment where like they're a little combative of one another yeah like with with the dancing i was talking about the dancing for sure um Ar- army hammer or sorry oliver <laughs> he's like dancing with i think someone that um elio has had a crush on or, or like had feelings for before and like they're they're like very dan- like they're dancing they're making out on the floor and like and like oliver is kind of losing himself in the music and you kind of see um elio staring at him like like being like oh my gosh like look at him lose himself in the music and like just wanting to be there with him and then like being mad about it later for sure (laughs) so like so i'm not a queer person but i've read a lot about it and watch enough movies to kind of gauge some and like and also spoken to a lot of queer people in my life gauge (laughs) some kind of like insight sometimes when queer men especially when they're developing feelings for a person Mm -hmm. specifically a person who's like a little more not masculine but a little more well, you know, I guess, yeah, I'm a little more masculine mm-hmm. than they are. There's this inferiority complex where you're almost kind of, like, upset and angry because you want to be like this person. Mm-hmm. There's, like, this, you're projecting a lot of your, um, what you want to be onto this person. Mm-hmm. And so there's just, like, anger and jealousy, but also there's, like, this deep sexual attraction. <laughs> so it's, like, those two emotions combating against one another. Yeah. He, like, hates him, but also loves him at the same time. It's like, I wish I was like you because I want to be you. Yeah. And um, the, that kind of idea plays on later in the movie, too, of, like, wanting to be him. Mm-hmm. And, all, and eventually, you know, the melding of the two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like that seems such a really beautiful scene too, because all this emotion is all on Elio's face. Yeah, he never says a word. I think like that's that's a huge thing about like so the book you said was narrated by Elio, and it's like a lot of his his thoughts, right? But, yeah, it's all in hindsight. It's, and like it's, it's, the, it's older Elio in recollection. Yeah, and so then like the the movie it focuses on Elio, and then Army Hammer like I I feel like his character is like st- it's. Like, he's a cipher. Yeah, he's a total cipher. He's he's kind of just there. Yeah, he's not like he's, you don't like you don't know that much about his he's character ob- he's or his feelings. Of, affection, of, yes, of attraction, like, absolutely. That's all he is, really. Yeah, and I thought that was really interesting. Like they nailed the casting. Honestly, like, <laughs> I like I thought they, Army Hammer's character um, in Gossip Girl, like he acts exact same way that Oliver does. Like, yeah. uh, what's his name? Gabriel. Yeah. Gabriel and Oliver, like they have the same same acting. It's just. I don't know. I, everyone who's like, Army Hammer's a great actor in this. And I'm like, he's fine. He was, he did well with the material he was given. Yeah, like, yeah, the material's excellent. And he did really well. Like, he showed up. Um, but yeah, I don't think like, but I guess Timothy the, Chalamet, who's oh a, who plays all Elio. No, he, he was is a star. So, so good. He's a star. He's nominated for best actor for this film. I really hope they pull, they pull upset and he wins. <laughs> um, but he's a star of this film. And yeah, anyway, so. Uh, there's a moment a few like like a while later where they're after the after the after the dance scene, you can tell like there's like this pent up aggression that's going on with Elio because like again he has all these conflicting feelings like I shouldn't feel this way about this guy you know mm-hmm. because queer feelings is weird especially when you're 17. Oh and my god! And yeah. yeah, you're like I don't know I shouldn't feel this way and also have a girl who like is clearly into me. You know who wants to be with me, and I, you know, I'm playing on both sides. I don't know. Like he's clearly bi. He just know what that means. Yet. Yeah. He's super attracted to his girl, but he's also super attracted to Oliver, and um, him and Oliver kind of have like a like a little bit of a tiff and a fight 
when Ely was clearly trying to like you know neg uh oliver on about the girl that he danced with the night mm-hmm. before he's like yeah she's really hot sorry naked ones you know like, oh yeah and like are you and then oliver's like are you trying to make me want her more right he's like what are you doing and oliver's uh, ailey was like yeah you know whatever i'm just thought i'd help he's like i don't need your help don't i <laughs> like to figure out who i'm attracted to by myself right exactly <laughs> and so um him and um oliver and ailey they go with uh uh, Mr. Perlman to like this um expedition, getting some um some sculpt some sculptures that like, were risen from yeah the, from the, the sea the, from the sea, and so at sea they like see all these beautiful like artifacts and they decide to get a truce and they're friends again, and it's like it's it's adorable it's very cute it's they really go swimming sweet. together with the dad and it's really sweet I think like the the entire movie was just like very sweet like it's just so sweet and like nice yeah, you know it's very sweet and the stakes are low yeah um yeah there's there's so many moments where i just kind of like oh this is nice like i don't feel um i don't, I don't feel it, anxious like yeah that's the thing i don't yeah. feel anxious watching the movie like i'm only anxious because i want these two people to get together yeah and then once it happens like oh this is a nice relief i know <laughs> it's like their oh. first kiss oh yeah and it's like nice and their first kiss is really romantic and even the scene where elio tells oliver that he has feelings for him is one of the most beautiful shots i've ever seen Oh, it's yeah. one take. Oh, really? Yeah, it's in one take, and um, yeah, they're around a, a World War One monument, I think. Yes, and um, Elio and Oliver they walk around the monument on opposite sides, and then they meet each other on the other side. Right. So World War Two, huh? Oh no, this is World War One. Huh. You have to be at least eighty years old to have known any of them. Huh. I never even heard of the Battle of Piave. Battle of Piave is one of the most lethal battles in World War One. Hundred seventy thousand people die. Is there anything you don't know? I know nothing, Oliver. Well, you seem to know more than anybody else around here. Well, if you only knew how little I know about the things that matter. What things that matter? You know what things. Why are you telling me this? Because I thought you should know. Because you thought I should know? Because I wanted you to know? Because I wanted you to know. Because I wanted you to know. And Elio, when they're on opposite ends, he's like, he he. In so many words, he's saying he very like, very subtly tells him that he likes him. He likes him, and, and it's it's more like his. I think his actual words are like, "I want to tell you something, but I can't," and then that's it. Pretty much, it's like I just wanted you to know. Yeah, and and, and Oliver's like, uh, we can't talk about this. Yeah, and then they go off to like Elio's favorite spot, which is like you know in the mountains, in the mountains. And then they're like in the grass together, just hanging out. And then Oliver reaches out to Elio and kisses him. And it's beautiful and it's like sweet. And then they're like, okay, let's stop. We didn't do any damage. Mm-hmm. We'll stop. And, um, you know, and then it's take, it takes a couple more days even for them to like get yeah, to be together like, in that same spot. I again. think they're both like a little bit uncomfortable after that because they're like, we don't we don't know if we should go farther than this because we don't know yeah. what we're supposed to feel. But Elio's definitely the one who is pursuing. Oh my god, absolutely. Oliver. He's like he's the one pursuing. He's very in love with him now. Yeah, and it's like I can't just like have a little taste yeah. of the nectar. You gotta give me the whole pot. Like he's like <laughs> yeah he's he yeah he wants. Oliver in a very very real way and it's like it's it, the thing it's really funny the way that this happens is he writes uh Elio writes a note to Oliver saying like I can't I can't stand being like this and then Oliver responds with grow up meet me at midnight yeah exactly <laughs> it's just like what yeah, grow well, up meet me at midnight yeah well like he's like in his feelings like there's like multiple yeah. different versions of his like yeah, his I can't notebook. the silence I hate this oh my god his notebook is like I love him but I don't know what to say or like it's just he's so he's like I thought he hated me so like a 17 year old he writes oh Oliver all over his notebook it's like Oliver all over <laughs> 
exactly. It's like, yeah, he is definitely full on in love with this mm-hmm. dude. And um, when they finally get together, it's so cute and awkward. Like, they don't even know what to do with because, like, you know, they're both lanky. Yeah. And they're just, like, basically falling over each other. And it's really sweet. And they get together. And it's, like, the sweetest thing. And it's not, like, explicit as far as, like, you know, they don't, like, actually see the sex. But it's implied. Yeah. What's happening. And um, they spend, like, three days together with just, like, just the two of them, you know, doing whatever Mm -hmm. and there's this iconic scene that happens that was really popular in the book and i honestly always forget about the scene what is it the peach scene oh my god the peach scene that made me so uncomfortable to watch (laughs) yeah so i'll there's a part of that part that makes me uncomfortable but it's like it has nothing really to do with the peach okay it's about me being anal and weird um (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) i just realized what you said whoops um anyway so in the thrust of it all, after their first, um, the rest. <laughs> sorry, oh my God, so many. Stop anyone talking. knows? I love it. Um, that's usually me doing that, so I'm glad that you're the one doing this. this is great. Um, so after their first night together, Alio's kind of standoffish because he there's a guilt, I guess. Afterwards, in the book, they're a little more definitive about it, but um, Alio's like, "What did I just do? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, I'm a creep. I'm a freak. I shouldn't have done this." Why did I? Why did I have sex with Oliver? Yeah, but he doesn't say this in the movie. It just like comes, it's, like, it's all in his head. It's like it, it, I think it also comes from Oliver saying like I don't want you to feel like what you did was wrong. Right, like what you did with me was wrong. Right, and so like they go swimming the next day in the morning, and they're on opposite sides of the water, and they're really standoffish. And Oliver eventually says like, "Did I? Did I fuck you up? Did I? Yeah, like, did I like ruin you? Do I ruin you? Yeah. He's like, no, you didn't ruin me." But like Oliver doesn't know, Elio doesn't really know how to explain what he's feeling or how to express it, so mm-hmm. he's just kind of keeping it to himself. And then they go back to the house. Um, Elio, he's like, you know, they. Well, anyway, they. Uh, Oliver <laughs> sucks him, uh, like you know, starts sucking him Elio off just to like get a rise out of uh-huh. him. And um, when he comes up, he's like, okay, cool, you can get hard again, awesome. And then he. You know, leaves. It's like literally just two sucks. <laughs> it, yeah, exactly. But it's enough to like get a rise out of him. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Regardless, is there's still conflicting things. Like even when they got together, they're still like, what's going on? Because he's he's seventeen. He, you know, in Italy, the the age of consent is fourteen. Mm-hmm. But he's still like emotionally. He's so young. He's, he's so, so young. He's so young emotionally and intellectually. He's is equal, if not more so than to Oliver, but mm-hmm. emotionally. And I think that's what's it's messy. And I think like the movie does not steer away from the fact that this is not a messy situation. Yeah. Like, and I also that's why I appreciate about the movie too. It's like yeah, this is kind of messy. I think like a lot of times it did make me uncomfortable, and I think that's why because it is so messy. And like the peach scene is kind of like. Are you saying that that's like a an allusion to like the messiness or like a metaphor for the messiness? Um, no, I think it's that <laughs> like he missed him so much that like I guess his ass reminded him of the peach. <laughs> it's more so, and like, and I, that's also coming from the book too. Like, the, yeah. like, and he saw that, and just, um, I think with um, Alio is that he is. He like this is like this is a pure sexual awakening summer for him. He, he like, is he, cause very very like he, he has sex with a girl for the first time for the first time, and then he has sex with a man for the first, for the first time. time, and now he's like moving to plants. Like yeah, he he has, uh, has sex with a peach. He has sex with a peach. He does an American Pie on. I a know peach. that's what I was thinking when I watched it. Yeah, Italian pie. Italian pie. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> but um, the scene that happens right after it's so heartbreaking because. They realize that the summer is ending mm-hmm. very soon, and they're finally getting together. And to remind the audience, like this, this only happens in six weeks. Yeah, and they finally get together like the last two weeks of summer. It's so short, and so they barely have really any time to truly be together the way they want to. And Elio like breaks down. He's like, "I don't want you to go." Mm-hmm. And it's heartbreaking. Like, like ugh. It was I know. Every time. I was like, oh, you poor little thing. I know. It's his first time feeling, like, real feelings for someone. Yeah, and it's hard. So, um, yeah, and the parents, which I want to get to the parents in a little bit, but the um, but Oliver has to go down to central Italy for some research, and Elio's parents, they're like, 
They're you like, know. oh, why don't you go with him? Like, yeah. Ilio, just take him. Right. And so Elio and Oliver go down to Italy and go down to central Italy and then have like three days where they're just like. Just being Just like, being together, being yeah. horny boys in the streets of Italy, just being together. Yeah. And um, it's a, like, they're just having fun. It's very sweet. It's very sweet. They're kissing on the streets. Yeah. And they're dancing. Just, yeah, dancing. And the kissing in the street scene, um, even, even, having read the book too i always get apprehend like always just like something bad's gonna happen because mm-hmm. in so many queer films and books this is the scene where like the police show up yeah or some street urchin shows up and wants to kick somebody's ass because he's a queer faggot or whatever like that i and like that i like that there's no villain like there's that in this. no villain there's no aids yeah there's this is 1983 like there's like no like that's like the height like, like when when AIDS started actually showing mm-hmm. up like there's no big bad the only villain in the movie is time yeah and they're allowed to just like have the summer romance and have it end and that's like the, the tragedy of the film is that the summer ends it's so sad and it's beautiful because like i was like even watching like oh my god something terrible doesn't happen and then it doesn't it just they it's just sad it's just they just yeah. they leave each other that's the, the sad part no one dies no and one like, dies no one gets just... beat up no one gets punished for being gay yeah i really i really liked that i appreciated that it was like not i, I appreciate that the only villain was time that it yeah. wasn't like part of the movie because i feel like that's just so many like i feel like that's so many queer stories it's like that is the queer it's bad to be this yeah that's that's the queer like um archetype is that you know you are punished at some point either by your family or society or yourself or just or um or illness will befall you and that didn't happen in this film which is really i know um, i really liked it's really nice um and then I guess the parents. So during the entire film, there are hints that the parents know what's going on. The parents know that their son is eventually is falling in love with this guy. Like early on, we're like, even there's a scene right after the volleyball scene where like they had dinner and all, and Elio was talking about like how he's really arrogant and Oliver <laughs> sucks. He's like later and like really upset about that. And his mother's like, I think he's just shy. And then when she's like, and Oliver doesn't come to dinner. Because he goes to wherever he goes when he's not on screen with Elio because Elio has no idea what he does. <laughs> he usually goes gambling in the city and like a local bar. Or like just he has his own life that Elio mm-hmm. has no idea what's about, and that keeps Oliver continuously mysterious. <laughs> but he's so mysterious. He's so mysterious. He's a total just like a he's an enigma. Yeah, sure. totally enigma. So um, when his mother tells uh, the the uh, the housekeeper to remove the dinner. You could just see like Elio's face fall. I like, know. I was like, "Oh my but, god!" But, but I thought he was gonna, gonna come, come here. here. Yeah, and so like, there's so many moments where like the parents obviously know that you know their son is yeah. falling in love with this man, and they kind of like push him towards it. They're like, "Oh, you know, we talked to Oliver, and he really likes you." Right. Exactly. Like and. Like, uh, Ilio's like stupid, and he's like, Oh, yeah, that's fine. Like, he likes me as a friend, and they're like, No, he likes you, he and likes like, you, yeah. and he's like, Yeah, whatever, and like, right. doesn't realize that they know. Yeah, he's a total, he's a totally oblivious to like the obvious, like, it's so obvious, so, so funny. Yeah, that, like, it's really sweet. And after Ilio comes back from, um, from the um, trip, from with, the trip with yeah. Oliver, and they have their, their very tearful goodbye, um. There's this show-stopping monologue from Alias. Oh my father. god! Chris started sobbing. Everyone does. Yeah. Right now, you may not want to feel anything. Maybe you never wanted to feel anything. And uh, maybe it's not to me you want to speak about these things, but uh, feel something you obviously did. Look, you had a beautiful friendship. Maybe more than a friendship. And I envy you. My place, most parents would hope the whole thing goes away. Pray their sons land on their feet, but... I am not such a parent. We rip out so much of ourselves to be cured of things faster that we go bankrupt by the age of 30 and have less to offer each time we start with someone new. But to make yourself feel nothing so as not to feel anything, what a waste. 
I spoken out of turn? And I'll say one more thing. It'll clear the air. I may have come close, but I never had what you two have. Something always held me back or stood in the way. How you live your life is your business. Just remember, our hearts and our bodies are given to us only once. And before you know it, your heart's worn out. And as for your body, there comes a point when no one looks at it, much less wants to come near it. Right now, there's sorrow, pain. Don't kill it. I'm with it, the joy you felt. It's a breathtaking scene, and it's in it's in the book. It's kind of glossed over. It's not as profound as mm-hmm. in the, the, the movie. Because I didn't, I, I knew that the scene was coming because I read the book, but like I didn't think it was going to be that profound. And it's essentially um, Elio's father, Mr. Perlman, telling Elio like, "What you're feeling right now, it's okay. Allow yourself to be heartbroken. Feel yeah. this. Don't let it. Don't push it away. Be in it. Be heartbroken." don't you know it's it's okay to feel grief like you had this beautiful thing that like almost no one has and you should you should feel grateful that you had that and you should be able to feel sad now that it's over and then he also talks about like he had a similar romance when he was a, a teen also and I yeah, was, he, like, he really... almost had it he almost had it but it didn't happen because like oh yeah something pushed him away and, and like, so like he knows and he definitely had feelings right for a friend for a for a male friend mm-hmm. and he's and so like he understands that he's been there and so like he is envious of Elio for actually having that experience yeah so he'll never have that and it's it's quite shocking in the in the movie because you have this you have Elio who's completely essentially been oblivious the entire time to like anything but Oliver yeah and even Oliver like there are so many moments where like Oliver is completely in love with Elio Mm -hmm. like as in love with Elio as Oliver's in love with him I mean, Ailey's in love with Oliver. And, Call me by your name. <laughs> right. Yeah, I want to definitely talk about that, too. So, like, there's um, the Call Me By Your Name, and which gets even bigger in the mo- in the book, too. But, like, Call Me By Your Name, the title comes from a moment during their first time together where Oliver says, Call Me By Your Name, and I'll call you by mine. And it's, like, their pet names for each other, their nicknames. Like, instead of calling, like, they call, he, uh, Oliver calls Elio Oliver and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And... Um, is it like a way to show them like being a part of each other? Yeah, and becoming one. Like oh. they're, they're like they're two halves turning becoming whole. And yeah, it's like you. And it gets even deeper in the book. Like you are my father, my son, my brother, my future. Mm-hmm. My and they are one whole. And it's yeah, it gets really intense. And like this is too much for my emotion. Like I, <laughs> sure, I'm not, I'm not used crying to, right now. <laughs> exactly. Shut up. <laughs> But also, yes, yeah, it's like so emotionally intense and it makes me fucking ball every time. But um, I think when the credits roll, too, there is this really heartbreaking scene. So, like, at the end of the movie, after the really beautiful monologue, we flash forward to the winter and it's Hanukkah. Oh, one of the biggest parts of the movie is that they're both Jewish. Yeah. They're both Jewish kids, and that's something that, like, they definitely relate to on one um, Yeah, because, like, uh, Oliver is, has been wearing his Star of David around his neck, and then, like, um, he talks to, to Ilio about it, and Ilio's like, oh, yeah, my mom says, like, we're not, we shouldn't be wearing these around we're here. We're choosing like, discretion. Yeah, and then, like, after they talk about that, like, the next scene is Ilio wearing the, the Star, Star of David, because he like, just loves him so much. But yeah, but, like, he, like, refound his religion. I don't know. It's, like, a lot going on. Yeah. There's a lot going on here. Um, but you flash forward to Hanukkah, and everybody's um, celebrating Hanukkah, and there's a phone call, and Ilio picks it up, and it's Oliver, and Oliver, okay. um, you know, like, you're talking about, like, hey, how are you? How are you? And then... Pronto. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. They're fine. Good. I miss you. 
Oh, you're getting married, I suppose? You never said anything. That's wonderful news. in the process of choosing the new you for next summer. And guess what? He's a she. Uh, <laughs> well, speaking of shes, I'm calling to tell you guys I got engaged. Ah, uh, oh. wonderful. Congratulations. Congratulations, Thanks. Oliver. Thanks. Listen, we'll, we'll leave you. We'll, we'll let you speak to Elliot. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Bye, sweetheart. They know about us. I figured. How? Well, from the way your dad spoke to me, he made me feel like I was a part of the family. Almost like a son-in-law. You're so lucky. My father would have carted me off to a correctional facility. Elio. I miss like, you. I miss you. It was like, I miss you too. I have some news. And it was like, why are you engaged? She's like, yeah, I'm thinking I'm going to get married in the spring. And so you can like see the crushed. Oh my God. He's so crushed. It was like so soul crushing. And what the part that crushed me was like, there's like, Oliver was like, do you mind? I know. I was, I was like, like, what are you supposed to say? <laughs> I have to, I guess. Yeah. And, and it was just like that moment, like that like little bit of hope that he thought he might see Oliver again. I know. It's it just totally like gone. shattered. It's like gone. And his parents pick up the phone line and they're like, oh, Oliver, how are you? It's like, yeah, I'm getting engaged. He's like, oh, that's like, great. We'll like, let you talk to Ilya by yourself. Right. But like, it's kind of like that, like that, that, like that hesitant pregnant, like, Oh yeah, muscle talk. Was, was that on pur- purpose? Like, yeah. So it's um even there, like kind of like oh damn. Yeah, I think like I that that was the time the moment that Elio realized that his parents that they both knew because oh, before yeah. he knew his dad knew, but he thought his mom didn't. Know. Oh yeah, and like like oh yeah, my parents know. Yeah, and so like they're talking on the phone about like you know um Oliver Elio saying like to Oliver yeah our parents my parents know about us and he's like you're so lucky. If my father found out, he would like send me over to a correctional facility. Like, uh-huh. So you can like tell that there's you know definitely some, uh, some uh, some uh, anti homosexuality, some like you know, some yeah, in his family, in his family for sure, and uh, which is a bummer. I don't know. It's a homophobia I, I like, for sure in his in his family, and I thought it was yeah. really nice that like, like again, I'm saying this, but like I'm really glad that there was no like. Like, no um, pushing Elio away from, like, who he was attracted to by his yeah, parents. I yeah. really like that his parents were just like, you know what? You should go for it. Like, yeah. love is amazing. Yeah, love is love. And, yeah. Um, yeah, and, like, the last scene in the film, which is... It's oh my god it's like 10 minutes yeah 10 minutes of elio sitting in front of a fire and just sobbing like yeah or like just, just quietly like, crying right and while the sufjan stevens song is coming oh on. my god yeah but yeah so that is the movie yeah highly recommend it um it's nominated for a few oscars including best picture best actor timothy chalamet oh, who is my son go- okay my son <laughs> He's your son. He's my son. Okay. I've, I've adopted him. I'm like a problem of a bear. It's like my son. Yes. I love him so much. My son. Yeah. He's also in my favorite movie of 2017, Lady Bird. I haven't seen that yet. You should also see that. That's also a movie that's really not- about nothing. It's just a beautiful, but it's um just a perfect little film, Um, which I also really enjoy movies like that. We're just kind of like, I like seeing a- no plot. I just want to <laughs> see somebody just like living in life and then go home. Yeah. It's really nice and like no anxiety inducing things. 
because um, that's why I don't like action movies because like I can't stand cliffhangers. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> it makes me so intense. Like, oh, I hate this. <laughs> resolve, resolve, please. So, um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, uh, highly recommend this movie. Yep. Um, and we're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll be back to talk about the standards that we talk about every week. Music. Indeed. This Gossip Girls Blast is sponsored by Backblaze Online Backup. It's a simple way to back up all your movies, photos, music, videos, and all your other data for just $5 a month. It's simple, and you can access all your data online from wherever you are. Try it absolutely free by going to backblaze.com cpc. Now, back to the show. All right, and we're back with fashion. Fashion, put it all on me. Don't, Don't you want to see, see these clothes, clothes on me? Fashion, turn to the left. Fashion, turn to the right. Ooh, fashion. So, uh, so much good fashion. So much good fashion. So oh much loungewear. So much summer flair. I'm it here for it. was done so well. It's just like, like short khaki shorts and like tight button ups linens like, li- so many linens here for it yeah so so many breathable fabrics they're all breathable like i think the fashion is also part of what why i was so mad it was set in summer and i was watching it in january <laughs> like okay cool i can't do anything with this <laughs> i guess i'm gonna go home and put on another pair of socks <laughs> Where's my turtleneck? (laughs) (laughs) So I want to talk about Esquire.com's Call Me By Your Name is the perfect style guide for summer 18 article that they have. Which I will be uh, using profoundly. Yes. So number one on their list is you need a short sleeve shirt. There are so many short sleeve shirts in this. Like they're buttoned, they're unbuttoned, they're tight, they're loose. They're just all over. Yeah, there's an actual shirt that has a name called Billily because it's the first shirt that... Oliver wore when Elio saw him, and Oliver gave it to Elio at his request. Oh my god! And he gifted it to like from Oliver to Elio. Oh, and it was very it was from, from, from Elio, Elio, Elio to, to Oliver. Oliver. Yeah, it was very sweet. Um, yeah, and they have like I don't know. They're just there's there's also like um, one of Oliver's thing is that he has his like shirt unbuttoned a lot, so you can like clearly see his star of David necklace. But then you also have his sunglasses, which like his shirts are like unbuttoned, like. You know, down three was or like, four buttons. Yeah, down, like, like under his, his belly under button. his yeah. <laughs> his belly <laughs> and it's like his sunglasses like on his crotch. <laughs> it's a look. Yeah, it's it's cute. <laughs> Number two is dress like you have a membership to a boat club. Noise. <laughs> Yacht rock. Uh, number three, denim is pale, relaxed, and doubled up. Yeah, so everything everything in this movie like doesn't, especially with Ilio, who's very scrawny, like doesn't quite fit him. In a way, but like he carries it in a very like European way. Mm-hmm. I feel like like European cool. Yeah, he just like he looks cool even though nothing fits him. Yeah, and he wears like denim on denim for sure. But also, I wear denim on denim, and it's awesome. Yeah. So okay, I'm ahead of the curve. Yeah. Or behind. I don't know. This is from 1983. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, the 90s are cool again, so Word. I don't know. Word. You're gonna wear that uh, that Britney Justin look. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the ugh. denim. Ugh. Justin Timberlake, the worst. Uh, number four, shorts are pretty short and colorful. Yeah. So Ilio has a bunch of shorts that are like, I think they're just swim trunks. Yeah. Like, they, they look exactly like swim trunks. And they, like, um, hit him mid-thigh. And, like, all the shorts hit mid-thigh in this movie. Yeah. And the last one is tuck everything in, which, I don't know, the only person that does that is the dad. Dad bod. Dad bod. Yeah. Also, Michael okay. Stauberg. He can get oh it. my god! I knew you were gonna say that. He can get as it. soon as you said, also, I was like, <laughs> "No." He's got a great. I don't know. I, I he's a great. He's, he's got, a great got face. like the dad look that I. That he I, does. Yeah, he's got a great face. Yeah, I love Michael Starberg. I've loved him since a serious man, so he can get it. Okay. <laughs> I also want to talk about the women's fashion. Um, so yes. all like the 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 late teen girls are just wearing like all these amazing rompers that are like cinched at the waist, and they're just so so pretty, and I want. All of them. They're, yeah, um, Aliel's girlfriend in the movie, Marcella. Marcia. Marcia, yeah. She. Marcia? Ha- I, I don't think know. So. That's it. Um, she has this beautiful, like, cobalt blue jumpsuit. In oh, the my last God. Scene. I want to make that and wear it everywhere. It's so, just like, I feel like that might be my spring project for summer is having that blue, um, 
jumpsuit in my life all her clothes are so good and i'm just so obsessed with them i'm a fan i want to wear all of her clothes i want to wear all the clothes in this movie like all this is just gonna be my look okay my, my aesthetic is call me by your name um also yes yeah <laughs> also can we please do that for the summer can we just like yeah on call me by your name excellent let's go thrifting next weekend uh, okay i'm here for it so music Sufjan Stevens, he <laughs> he put out two new original songs, Mystery of Love, which is on the, the trailer and is nominated for Best Original Song of the Oscar this year, which means Sufjan Stevens is going to be playing the Oscars. Which, which is, one is that? Which song? Um, That was the one that were at the mountaintop. Oh, to see without my eyes The first time that you kissed me by the time I cried. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that music. And then um, my personal favorite, though, is the one that happens at the, at end. the end of the movie. Oh, my God. Called Visions so of Gideon. And it is heartbreaking. It is so sad. Most of his music is extremely sad. He is my emo um, husband. I So Army Hammer is your arch nemesis and Sophie Stevens is your emo husband. Yes. I see. Yes. <laughs> Here for it. And, and Ilio is my... And, and Timothy Chalamet is my son. You know what? I'm standing. This I'm standing. is Cher's family. This is my family. Cher's family, everyone. Yes. Uh, it's very. It's very. Um. It's very awkward. I have loved you for the last time. Is it a video? Is it a video? I have touched you for the last time. Is it a video? Is it a video? Oh my god. <laughs> but um but yeah, Sufjan Stevens. So uh, when I lived in New York in 08, I lived near his apartment in Kensington, Brooklyn, and sometimes I would see him walking around and I wouldn't say anything. I would just like like be on the corner and like see him walking like I'm going to get the Sufjan Stevens and wouldn't say anything because I didn't want to freak him out cuz he was like living his life and I don't want to be that that weirdo who's like just, you know, staring at him. But Oh my god. Turned out I was. Um anyway, I've loved him for a very long time, so it's exciting to see him get some recognition i found out recently my co-worker's wife knows him like personally because she used to work at the coffee shop that he used to play at before he was famous nice yeah yeah he's like one of those guys who like people just know yeah um yeah when i lived in new york i had friends who knew him but like whenever he had gatherings or some shit like i couldn't go for reasons like i had like work or some oh. shit or like i was not there in town but um yeah i had like like because in 08 he was popular but he wasn't you know he was still, like he was, and he's always been indie, but he wasn't like Sufjan Stevens yeah. yet. He was starting like, um, and he was starting to become that big though. Like in 07, 08 is when he started becoming like a big deal. But he was so like, I'll hang out with regular people. So, <laughs> so not famous yet. Not that famous. He was he was like well known, but like, like famous. Um, but he's gonna be a huge deal at the because he's gonna be playing the fucking Oscars. So good for him. Um, so that was, but like also there was a huge song in the movie by the the second look first, "Love My Way," which happened was a song that played a couple of times on the dance floor. The Oliver was oh playing. that was really fun because that's a that's an old song, right? It's, yeah, it's okay. from the eighties. Yeah, love my way. I love great that song. song. Such a great song. Love second look first. They're one of their fave. And they also dance in the streets to oh that song in Italy, in, in uh, southern Italy, like in Rome. Yeah. So it's like a, one of their, it's like their song, essentially. It's the first, it's the one where he's dancing to when um, Elio's just staring at him and he's just like losing himself in the music. Yeah. And then it's a song they dance together to and it's, it's beautiful. It's like their, it's like their song. Yeah. So, um... That's music. Uh, O-Tech, low-tech. Oh, my God. This is set in 1983. Everything is low-tech. Everything's low-tech. Um, there's lots of radio in this movie, which yeah, I really enjoy. Like, like a, a dial radio. radio. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you don't really see that a lot in movies, I guess. Um, I mean, you do, but, like, not modern films. So mm -hmm. it's always nice when you see, like, like you know, older films, especially, like, in the 80s or even the 90s. And then people actually listen to the radio. Yeah. And Elio's, like, he's, he's always, like, finding the song he wants to listen to by, like, turning the dial. And mm -hmm. I was like, that's... I remember doing that in the early nineties. Yep. And then um and then of course I've heartbreaking scene where like Alio and Oliver have their last conversations over telephone. Oh my god, it's a yeah, corded telephone. Yeah. Um and I think like the lack of technology really also makes the film and I think you can also say that with just so many older films too. It's just like if this was a say for instance this was set in 
2017 or even 2007 this could have been totally yeah. circumvented. Like they would have been texting each other the whole time. Like, the, like do you like me? Yes. Or Let's Ilio would just like, like never whatever. have noticed him because he's just on his phone the entire time. Right. And if there wasn't kind of sexual att- attraction immediately, they would have texted each other and gone like, you know, somewhere else. Yeah. To do this stuff like off whatever. They wouldn't have, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have, have a, like left. He wouldn't have left an emotional note on Oliver's desk. Right. Well, they texted him or something like, yeah. they're like, yo, let's hang out. It wouldn't, there wouldn't be all this like pent up, um, emotion, this pent up aggression, or mm-hmm. all this emotion, they wouldn't be able to communicate much easier. Easier. So, like the fact that technology wasn't existing then actually was helpful to the story. I agree. Um, any story observations? Uh, I have one story observation. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a lot of fruit in this movie. There's like there's so much fruit juice and like one thing about army there's or a peach, about there's a peach and apricot and like, like everyone's always garden. drinking juice and like the way that Oliver drinks juice is very American. He like they Chugs give him it. a glass of juice and he's supposed to sip it and then he just chugs it. He just throws it back and everyone's like, "What are you doing? That's not how you that's not how you imbibe juice here in Northern Italy." And he's just like, "Whatever. Like that was delicious. Let me get another." And there's like they live near so many fruit trees and like they're just always eating fruit like just so much fresh fruit and i'm like i want to go there and eat all this fresh fruit and drink all this juice looks amazing um i have an observation about the women in the movie Mm -hmm. um elio's girlfriend slash like childhood friend um marcella she first off the actress who plays her did a beautiful job Mm -hmm. and there's this really sweet scene at the end of the movie um after Elia comes back from the train station from uh, leaving oliver where you kind of understand that um marcella realizes that he's heartbroken and he's sad and there was some like it was subtext for sure that like he was separating himself from her after he got up with with oliver and there's also implied that like his parents probably told Marcella about what was going on because they had like dinner they had while they were while the boys were in um central italy yeah so um yeah there's like some subtext about like something going on and so she had told oliver uh, ilio that she loved him and that they want to be friends and she wants to be friends still forever for forever for life and it's just a really sweet scene i think between these two kids who are like you know they're it's coming of age and i think um the whole movie could be really stressed on that mm-hmm. that's a that's a really good observation yeah i just i just like i also just like her character i think her character is really sweet mm-hmm. and um i was happy that like they gave her some she wasn't she had some interesting things to say she wasn't just there yeah, like they also, she also had a romance with Elio. Like yeah. it wasn't the main one, but like it was definitely a real romance. Yeah, and I like that it was not just a, it wasn't not just a gay story, but it was a bi story. Like yeah. he's clearly bisexual. Like they're like it's they never put a label on it. Yeah, and it's just about like sexuality. Yeah, so there's no sexuality, just love. Oh, mm. okay. Um, do you want to rate the movie or no? Uh, or... no. <laughs> Let's rate the That's movie. That's weird. Compared okay. to what? Compared yeah, to Gossip Girl or? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I rate this ten hundred Gossip Girls. <laughs> Truly, um, but um, I guess I want to talk about little, uh, one last bit though, just about Army Hammer's performance. Oh my god! Um, yeah, fucking Army Hammer. So he did not get nominated for an Oscar, and I Surprise. did. Laugh. <laughs> I laughed wholeheartedly. I woke up that morning and looked at my phone and saw like the announcements and like, <laughs> oh my god, because <laughs> I'm petty. I am extremely petty in that regard. Because again, arch nemesis. <laughs> Um, I have wow. several arch nemeses. You have other how? How do you? You can't have several arch nemeses. Like arch nemeses is one. It's not a tier. Why not? Uh, <laughs> can it be a because tier? that's what it means. <laughs> Fine. Okay. Well, he's my number one. Okay. He's my number one arch nemesis. Um, <sighs> if I had to choose, he's the one that I would choose to be like the number one. Okay. Um. Anyway, I laughed a lot about that. Um. Jesus. But yeah, I think he's a good like cipher for the emotions that were going on in the film. I think that he played the role extremely well because even the character in the book was just an enigma. There was no real personality except for like the moments where you kind of saw a little bit about Oliver. But mm-hmm. again, it was all through like retrospect and through Elio's memories. And like there's like unreliable narratives there because you're not sure what he's remembering or remembering Ron. So it was interesting to see it in the film, at least to get like some kind of like 
third in third dimension on those memories necessarily because it wasn't a memory because it was, it was like present. it was just it was just about elio yeah and like it wasn't about anyone else in the story it was right. like only about him and his like his feelings right so yeah i i thought it was good i think he did a good job for what the character was but yeah. i don't think it was like revolutionary like not in the way that timothy chalamet was like, timothy he did, like it wasn't really acting he was yeah. just like you know being there just existing just present he was present yes that is exactly how i would describe army <laughs> hammer he was present, present. Yes. <laughs> so uh that is a wrap on this episode uh on this blast Gotham girls blast we're gonna try to do more of these like we said before there's so many people that are like doing like not so many people it's just army hammer and uh sebastian stan word who like, still has not responded to my instagram dm what the hell i know it's been three weeks come on man it together um we're gonna try to review like lively's most recent movie that came out like i think in november i'm gonna have to watch her do acting yeah i'm gonna have to do that but this just happened to work out because two people from gossip girl happen to be like in really good movie movies so like that's cool and it's convenient for us as you know watchers who want to watch these right just convenient and we get to talk about this movie i get to talk about this book which i was really happy about on the podcast um so yeah those are my thoughts i still have way more but i'm gonna leave but like we're already at an hour so I'm not gonna like <laughs> talk about it I can talk about it for a million more hours but if you want to learn more about my feelings you can hit me up at share musings on twitter i am at kale hummus you can follow the show at gossip girls pod on twitter like us on facebook and um you can send us emails at gossip girls podcast at gmail.com if you have any questions about the show about us comments you, comments concerns, want bad takes about anything um, you want a recipe? I don't know. I, I DM mean, us. DM us on Twitter and or on Facebook. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. Um, we'll be back next week with a full episode yeah. of your regular scheduled programming. We're in. We're in the like the final few episodes. We're looking the, the big stretch of season three. Coming up with some big plot lines, which happening. is like every single plot line is a big plot line. No, but like some serious stuff's happening. We're in the last seven episodes of the season. It's getting exciting. Ooh. 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 So, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. But until then, you know, you love, love us. XOXO. XO.